Every story told has a plot, a twist, and that moment where everyone is reminded why they bothered listening to the story in the first place. This week's episode of Sokala Doma Transfer Rap is all about that. Hello and welcome to it. I'm your host, Ngulule Gonkeu. Masebe Kena will be covering Manjiso's transfer to Mamelodi Sundowns, whilst Keegan Kruger will walk us through Neymar's massive transfer to PSG. Kaza Chiefs are rumored to be looking to let go of their two legends. Peter Dutoy talks to us about that. Ladies and gents, enjoy the show. It's been a week of interesting transfers. It's probably the biggest week in terms of transfers both here at home and abroad as well with the transfer of Neymar, with the transfer at home of Opamanyesa to Mamelodi Sundowns. I don't think it will be it will get bigger than this. I'm joined now by Masebe Kleiner, Sokala Duma, journalist, to talk about local transfers. Um, Masebe, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm very, very well, man. It's an incredible week. Um, do you think that it will get bigger than this in terms of transfers? We'll talk about Manisa, but your opinion, do you think that there will be any transfer that will be as big as Opa Manisa from Orlando Pirates to Mamelodi Sundowns in this transfer window? Nah, not in that way. Uh, uh, I don't think there will be any transfer like that. Uh, um, I mean, a player from Paris to Sundowns is as big as Manisa. But there will be big transfers happening. I mean, the, the Paris chairman himself uh, said it uh, when he uh, when he announced uh, Manisa's move to Sundowns. He did mention that uh, uh, they're working on, on a couple of things. And uh, uh, there, there, there could be players, uh, uh, more players like leaving and others coming uh, joining Paris. So it's, it's going to be interesting. Mm, talking about the chairman and the fact that there's still more dealings to happen, Verts want Mubar. And Orlando Pirates want something that Verts have. We'll dissect the story. You know more than we know. But what we all, what we already know now is that um, Tyson Satrayo is, is 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 admired by Orlando Pirates. He's a fan of Orlando Pirates. Verts want Mobara. He's a 23-year-old South African Olympian, South African international player. Um, he's formerly played for IX Cape Town. He's a utility player for for Orlando Pirates, rather. What do you think is happening at this moment here with Verts wanting Mobara? Yeah, we, 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 we've been told, you know, um, there, there's um, uh, been there's been informal talks about about that. Uh, vets uh, do admire Mubara; they, they they like him. Um, as for him leaving Pirates for for vets in this transfer window, I'm not too sure if it's gonna happen. Um, he's a very good player. A hard-working player, uh, versatile. Uh, any coach uh, in the PSL would like to would love to have him in his team. Um, he's done very well for Paris in his first season. Uh, won the Netbank Cup Player of the Tournament. Uh, arguably one of the best, or if not the top performer for Paris uh, from last season, as we all know that they have had a, a disappointing season. Um, yeah, there's been mention of a possible swap uh, where Pirates um, are interested in some of the players. Tyson, as you already mentioned, uh, there's been uh, quite a few others like uh, your Golanim Lambo. Uh, we know that uh, they like him a lot at Pirates. And Jangase, uh, Pumlani, uh, as well as um, Ben Motswari. Yeah, but... Um, I honestly don't think uh, there's gonna be a move for Mubara from uh, Paris to 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 Vets. Uh, we've had the story on on our website that um, uh, his name is being discussed at Paris for a possible um, 
uh, Captain Zero. Captain Zero, yes. Mm. Interesting, yeah. interesting. I mean, maybe the armband will keep him. Maybe the fact that Pirates want to Tatsuai will lead to the to him going the other way around. All right. Um, Chiefs have just scooped a player from Blomfontein Celtic in Dumisane Zuma. Um, now we know um, from sources that Kaza Chiefs are looking at Matlasela. Let's talk a little bit about that before we move on to the big story of the transfer window. Yeah, Kabalo Matlasela has done very well at Frisa Stars. Uh, I'm sorry, Blomfontein Celtic last season. Um, he, he 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 was one of the best performing players there, uh, doing very well. Um, um, I'm not sure if Provence uh, Celtic will be keen to lose uh, another top player uh, right now. You know, uh, like you mentioned, Dumisane Zwane has left; his contract expired, and the Chiefs um, acted very quickly there and signed him. And uh, Musa Nyadama, of course, uh, is another top performer uh, for them for, from last season. Uh, has been signed by Orlando Pirates. Uh, he played uh, his first game in the Soweto Derby against Chiefs. Um, from what we have been told, uh, Celtic management want to do uh, everything to try and keep their players. But uh, if if that won't stop uh, interested clubs to make inquiries about their players. Uh, What's his contract situation though? Is there is it someone that is has twelve months left, or he still has two years? So someone will need to fork out money for him. Um, what's what's his current status at the moment? He's got another year uh, to run on his contract. His contract will expire at uh, in June next year. Um, the danger here, I'm happy you raised that question. The the danger here is that if um, Celtic keep him now. Uh, and uh, hope that uh, they will uh, extend his contract and uh, maybe the player doesn't want to extend the risk is that um, they may lose him for free like it happened with Zuma so they need to think very careful about this one and make a decision Mm, all right it's interesting we'll take a look at it as it unfolds and Masebe Krena the legendary legendary uh, journalist um, will write articles about the story as it unfolds before I let you go though um, as as, as an experienced man in football as a football man um, there's no way that we're not going to be able to talk about this confirmed transfer Usually we talk about confirmed transfers. We mention the names of the players that have signed officially for clubs. But this man, um, Opa Manisa, for Orlando Pirates, and, and, and the chairman when he was speaking, um, that's Ivan Koza, the chairman of Orlando Pirates, he said that he leaves Orlando Pirates as, as, a, as, as, as a decorated player um, to Mamelodi Sundowns. We need to understand from your perspective, what does this mean, um, Mamelodi Sundowns getting a, a huge player um, from Orlando Pirates. We know that Orlando Pirates got Wayne Sandilands um, from Mamelodi Sundowns, but you can argue that it was past his prime. But Opa Manisa, still in his prime, Orlando Pirates captain, similar to how Teko Mudise moved from Pirates to Sundowns. What does this mean for Pirates? What does it mean for the player? What does it mean for Sundowns? Let me start off by saying uh, for Pirates, the uh, Opa, Opa Manisa's move to Sundowns is a loss. Uh, has been a top player for Pirates, a captain. He has seen it all. He was there when they were winning trophies, doing well, um, both locally and uh, on the continent. Uh, but 
I can't really blame the chairman for, for, for allowing him to move on. I mean, he has done everything he could have done at Pirates. Uh, maybe he sat, down with, he sat down with the player. They discussed it and uh, he said, no, uh, my son, you've done well now. Uh, you can move on. As for him joining Sundowns, uh, you know, Sundowns is a, is, a, is a top club, no doubt about it. African champions. A uh, very good coach there who's very ambitious, who wants all the best players in the country to be in his team. Um, he, 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 he is going to contribute, there's no doubt about that. My uh, Opai uh, is a very, very, very uh, top player. Uh, um, with their ambitions at Sundowns uh, of wanting to win everything uh, in the PSL as well as in the, in the continent, he, he, I mean, he, he, he will fit. Uh, he will fit there and uh, I'm sure he'll contribute uh, like Tego did. You remember when Tego left Paris, uh, there were those talks that uh, he was uh, not winning things and all that, but it changed at Sundowns because that's the club where he, he actually achieved a lot in his career. So um, we can just wait and see. But You're mentioning something very, very important in, 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 in your statement now. Um, you, you allude to Sundowns and this is our last thing now before we let you go. Um, you mentioned Sundowns' ambition and Peter Lomisaman's ambition. Last question. Does that ambition, that desire for success for Sundowns means, does that mean lack of ambition, lack of desire for success for Pirates? Not at all. Not at all. Like I mentioned uh, earlier, um, uh, Opa, Opa uh, helped the Paris to achieve a lot of things they achieved. I mean, they won the treble, they won, uh, I mean, the double treble, they won trophies, they reached the final of the of the, of the the African Champions League Confederation Cup. Uh, he was there, he, he contributed a lot. Uh, I mean, a player can't be uh, in, in, in the same uh, team forever. Uh, replacements have been made by Paris for him. Uh, I believe that that uh, uh, the signing of Tamsan Masangweni uh, was uh, was one of the uh, is, is seen as a replacement for for, for Ace. Uh, so uh, you can't really say that there was a lack of ambition. They they, they just uh, uh, allowed him to move on. Masebe Kena, and I knew that I was gonna value your contribution to this. Uh, we appreciate your time, sir. That's Masebe Kena Sokoladu, my journalist. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Kaza Chiefs have recently announced a couple of signings, Bongolotu Jair amongst them. And in the technical bench as well, we've seen Patrick Mabedi moving and replacing John Pencil um, to assist Steve Compella for the coming season. There's been rumors now um, from sources mentioning the fact that Kaza Chiefs may let go of legends Donald Kuse and Dr. Kumalo. There's a story behind this and it's interesting. I'm joined now on the line by Peter Dutoy, founder of Sokala Duma. Peter, how's it? Good man and uh, hello to all the Sokala Duma readers, listeners and users. Mm, there's something in here. Um, it's still a story, it's a rumor developing. Um, sources are mentioning the fact that Chiefs may lead, let go of legends uh, Dr. Kumalo and Donald Kuse. What's the story behind the story here? Well, um, let's put the story into context. So the first thing we have to look at is, remember, Sakhaluma has excellent relationships with uh, most of the legends in, in South African football. Mm. So we've got a pretty good insight as to what's happening in football clubs by legends. Um, so we have a good relationship with legends. The second thing that we've got to look at in this particular uh, situation, Dr. Kumala writes for Sokoladuma. Mm. Um, so 
we obviously have an outstanding relationship with Dr. And he's written for us for many, many years. So the third factor we need to look at here is that um, if you look at the history of Ace Kuze and Dr. Kumalu at Kaiser Chiefs, they've, you would have imagined that they would have been groomed or were being groomed to eventually take over um, running the club from a coach point of view. Mm. When you consider that Ace Kuze has been assistant coach many, many times, Dr. Kumalu has been assistant coach many, many times. Both of them have been assistant coaches in successful times. And if you remember correctly... At some point, Ace they were Kuzet, caretaker coaches at the correct, same time. Correct, correct. After Mushinotical left the first time. Mm. Um, and on top of that, they've been outstanding players in, in, in South Africa. So they're well-respected from a fan point of view and they're exceptionally well-respected from a player point of view. Um, yet... Uh, you have a situation at Kaiser Chiefs right now where after a successful spell as assistant coach with Stuart Baxter where they won two league titles out of three and other trophies, after one year on the bench with uh, Steve Compella, Doc was ousted um, and replaced by John Pencil and that hasn't been successful. And instead of looking inside the club to Ace Kuze or Dr. Kamala, who've done that job before, or even a, a potential newcomer who's been coaching within the ranks uh, and was also supposedly groomed for that kind of role, Arthur Zwani, they went outside. Yes, he's an ex-captain of Kaiser Chiefs and knows the club well, but he'd been out of the club for quite a while. Mm. And it takes time to get back. They went to Patrick uh, uh, um, Mabedi. So what does it tell you? So it tells you that while Steve Compeller's coach, certainly um, there's probably no future for Ace Kuze or... Dr. Kamala with the first team. But then you would imagine that they'd have a huge role somewhere else. And reports that we get is that Doc has no real role at Kaiser Chiefs right now. Um, and so, and there's no been no indication that Doc has got a role going forward. And rumors coming from not from within the camp as well is that. Chiefs are looking to let them go. Now, that's that's a very strange state of affairs. Why would Kaiser Chiefs lose two assets like Dr. Kumalu and Ace? Ace Kuzet? It's strange, but that's the story. And um, we're following that one closely. Mm. Now, looking at the thing, um, they've worked in the technical team, like, you men- like you've mentioned, as assistants and, and as caretaker coaches. And Doc has been part of a technical team that has been successful under Stuart Baxter. Um, it's been, one would say that it's been a regressing um, step for them from the technical team to um, assisting with the development. Um, what, why, would you, why would you think that they wouldn't be utilized by Kaiser Chiefs? Because they've proven as players, um, as exemplary players, and you would say they were one-team men as players, and they've proven as coaches, as assistants. Why would a club not show faith to those guys? Um, why would they not give them um, bigger roles as opposed to developmental roles or scouting roles? You know, that's a, a question that, that I would ask as well of the club. And it would be very interesting to hear what the club would say, but it's a question I don't think the club will answer um, because the answer is should be players like Dr. Kamala and Ace Kuze. Uh, if you look across, if you look at Germany, you've got Franz Beckenbauer and Rummenigge, their top players play a senior role. Uh, 
um, Bobby Charlton at, and, and Brian Robson at, uh, at um, even if it's an ambassadorial role, uh, Doc and Ace are not even used strongly in an ambassadorial role at the club. Mm. Uh, from a marketing point of view, they could be used um, around the country. That's not even being used. So, so the the way it's a waste of an asset. And why is Kaiser Chiefs wasting such an asset? In our opinion, um, my uh, but it's, I mean it's, it's not even an opinion. The asset has been wasted. Mm. That's a, that's a question Kaiser Chiefs got to answer. But would they answer? Probably not. Mm. Um, maybe their answer would be that Steve Compella chooses his assistants and he didn't want Ace Cruze or Dr. Kamalu, but then there should be another role for, for these players. But you must put this against the background. There's a lot going on at Kaiser Chiefs that needs answering anyway, and we'll address these these issues um, going into the season. Um, but at the end of the day, if the team does well and they start challenging for the league title, all these things are forgotten. If the team doesn't do well, then these things are highlighted even more. That's the nature of football, the football business. Mm, and playing devil's advocate here, before we let you go, Peter, um, w- one would say um, that these men need to go and prove their worth elsewhere. And perhaps maybe in the future they can come back as succe- successful coaches. Um, you remember that Eric Tinkler was almost successful with Orlando Pirates. They let him go. He proved himself at Cape Town City. And now there have been voices that maybe he shouldn't have been let go. Perhaps then, um, Kaiser, um, rather, Dr. Kumalo and Donald Kuse maybe then should go elsewhere like Debo Khomuloi, go elsewhere, prove themselves, and maybe in the, in the next five, ten years, we'll know them as successful coaches that Chiefs cannot resist to take them on board again. That, uh, um, that kind of, that would make sense if that was the policy. And um, if Chiefs said, look, Dr. Kumal and Ace Kuzan need to leave the nest and prove themselves as coaches before we would look at them, um, that, if that's what they believe and they should make that public um, it would be a bit strange though they, surely they should have said that to Ace Cruz and Dr. Kamalo at the very beginning and not spend X amount of time or many many years of having them as assistant coaches and so on it's almost as if as if why groom somebody as an assistant coach for someone else mm. so the, the question one of the biggest problems in South African football and it's highlighted highlighted in these instances is South African football and that includes Kaiser Chiefs, um, seems to act on short-term plans and going for short-term gain at the risk of long-term pain, whereas proper planning is all about short-term pain for long-term gain. And we don't... We, we hear lots of promises from clubs and South African football in general about the long-term future, but the same mistakes keep getting made again and again. And the stadium disaster that we had at FMB now is just another example of, of we have problems and we get promised all these solutions and, and inquiries, but nothing actually gets done. And if you go to what, what happened after the, after Ellis Park and those, that inquiry and the, a lot of things that were not implemented have been said orderly queues just one simple thing like orderly queues no. doesn't exist um, international football all over the world uh, why is Africa why are we treated differently in Africa to 55,000 people or 70,000 people in a game at uh, Barcelona Real Madrid or Milan AC Milan or why is that different to uh, um, Chiefs versus Pirates from an, from an orderly point of view. Mm. And you can't just say it's the fans because it's not. It would be like saying 
pupils are to blame if uh, the results are bad. Teachers are in charge. So it's this, it's the same kind of thing. We, we don't learn from mistakes. We need to start learning from our mistakes. Mistakes are okay because we all make mistakes. Um, myself, Sakura Duma, everybody makes mistakes. Mm. But is, do you learn from mistakes and do you take action on those mistakes? Alex Ferguson uh, uh, was always quoted on a, a wonderful expression and he says, it's not, um, it's not about whether you win or lose. It's about how you react to the victory and how you react to the defeat. Mm-hmm. And, and so part of this is just an example of what is, the, what is Kaiser Chiefs' long-term plan going forward on the football field from a coaching perspective? Where, are, where is the Kaiser Chiefs? Who is the Kaiser Chiefs coach for five years' time? Are we going to keep going outside? Uh, the same applies to Land of Pirates, the chopping and changing the coaches. Where is the long-term planning? So that is a critical, uh, you know, until that's answered, we're always going to be looking for quick fixes and, short, and short-term fixes, and then nothing gets built. Mm. And, and the ace crews and the Dr. Kamala is a perfect example of either they must say, look, they're not up to scratch, <clears throat> and then we're getting rid of them, but surely there would be other roles for them within the club. Um, or does their face just simply not fit in with some people right now? Mm, it's a very interesting scenario with Kaiser Chiefs. I suppose then the fact that it may be a huge mistake for them will be only will only be revealed by time. Uh, but Peter, we thank you very much for your time and your thoughts. That's Peter Dutoy, the founder of Sokola Duma. Thank you so much, sir. Pleasure. It's one of the most amazing stories of the week, most amazing stories of the year, most amazing stories of football of all time. The most important moment of our culture, of our sports, some may say that we're going down, we're doomed to fail, and it's doubled the record that is paid that was paid by Manchester United to Juventus for Paul Pogba. I'm talking about Neymar. Neymar has joined Paris Saint-Germain from Barcelona for a sum that is said to be 222 million euros, 198 million pounds. It's it's amazing. It's incredible. Um, sometimes I'm at a loss for words. Uh, that's why I've enjoyed, I've invited now a journalist, Sokala Duma, international journalist, Keegan Kruger, to break it down for us, for me, for you, for himself as well. Maybe he's still in disbelief. Well, he doesn't really have the luxury of not believing because as a journalist, he has to be objective. Keegan Kruger, thank you very much for your time. How are you doing, sir? Thanks for having me. Yeah, good. I'm a bit shocked, actually, that it's actually uh, come true. And it's been a long-running saga, long-running story. It 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 it, it had a, it had bits bit parts where you felt like you were watching a soap opera unfolding with the directors and scriptwriters in conflict with what 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 to what to plot next. Uh, because at some point Barcelona were refusing to let the player go, the league refused to accept the money. But that's water under the bridge now. It's neither here nor there. The fact is. Neymar is a PSG player. At 25 years old, he's laid a platform for himself to become one of the biggest players in football to surpass Messi and Ronaldo. Let's talk about the nitty-gritties about the deal. Let's talk about the importance of the deal, how it went down. Yeah, so, okay. So Thursday, Neymar and PSG's representatives went to La Liga to pay over the money. The money was not accepted. And... and the words that came out of the league's face was they did not understand, they don't accept the payment because they do feel that FIFA rules were not being res- were not being respected, and they the financial fees, and they didn't um, they weren't happy with the fact that um, they didn't want to sit with the money, knowing that 
there's no fair play in this whole situation. So they sort of, they try to buy time in the whole situation. Um, there was a lot of back and forth about this. Apparently the agents left the building 15 minutes later. Um, and then it wasn't a real roller coaster ride because we weren't too sure, will it happen today? Would it happen in a week's time? What would happen in the fact? The French League um, had their say about the whole matter. And then everything kicked off really, really quickly. Mm, they weren't happy about it. They, they were not happy, happy about, about that because it, 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 it would they would have felt bullied by La Liga because, I mean, a lot of players move from one league to another and we don't see this kind of standoff. So they were not happy about it. They stumped their authority. And in, in, in no time, we saw the deal unfolding. Um, let's talk about the amounts that were paid. Um, we hear that it's double the amount that was paid by Paul Pogba. Can you confirm to us the amounts and, and the monies that you will get paid per week and so on and so forth? So the players, the players release clause was 222 million euros. And uh, if we want to break it down a little bit, it comes down to 30 million a year. And that's what the player will be getting after tax. If we break it down even more, it would be 2.5 million a month. And if we break it down even further to per week, they say it's around 645,000 euro a week. And that's all after tax. Mm. And, 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 and you don't get any prizes for guessing that he's probably, if not the best highest play, paid player, he would be amongst the highest paid players per week after this deal. Definitely. Um, a lot of the times, well, we've, we've reported a lot of times that Messi and Ronaldo's wages per week is got to do a lot of it before tax. Okay, so they might be earning money, big money before tax or more than this before tax, but we know that in Spain, it's a, he it's a heavily taxed country. So those players get close to, I think, 40%. So um, he's definitely one of, if not the best, best player or best paid player in the world. Mm, right let's now. look at La Liga um, and, and Ligue 1. Ligue 1 needs this kind of star player after losing Ibrahimovic to the English Premier League. They had Cavani, they had Lavezis, and some of the guys went to China. Ligue 1 would, would, would do with this star. Um, and as a result, PSG would then reclaim. I'd like to think, I'm imagining, and I'm predicting the future here, and I can always be wrong, but I'm imagining that PSG would reclaim their glory from AS Monaco, who took the title last season. Um, let's talk about PSG quickly, about how it would fit in there, and then we'll revisit Barcelona because we need to find out who are they going to replace. Yeah, it comes for PSG. I think it, it makes sense on a lot of you know different levels. Um, the fact that is they're building or they've been building this project or and you know um, trying to dominate or win a European competition and the ever elusive UEFA Champions League 100 percent and and this is just part of that puzzle and I think it takes them one step closer or they feel this transfer will take them one step closer um, commercially this is a massive massive win for PSG um, the amount of shirt sales ticket sales you know things will really really will really boost you know and the interest of, i mean interest. i'm imagining even the the tv rights some countries who do not watch la liga uh, rather league r would be interested in having league r as part of their package because they want to see the biggest player in the continent in the in the planet if it becomes that 100 percent, and that's the thing um, having the name neymar now allows you to to push certain boundaries and especially in areas and in countries that probably uh, your brand was not very strong um, not too sure how P 
PSG as a club was is seen in in Brazil but believe me it will be seen in a different light right now after this deal so commercially makes a lot of sense um, they were able to sell the fairy tale story that he can be the superstar this can be the platform where he finally wins a Ballon d'Or you know and can compete with with the Messi's and the Ronaldo's right now um, so it's going to be very very interesting to see how this all goes about Another little twist to the tale is, remember the Ballon d'Or and FIFA have split. The Ballon d'Or is run by the French Association now. Mm, that's another conspiracy for another day. Let's look at uh, Barcelona um, and, 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 and Coutinho and, 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 and Sanchez and, and, and. Uh, let's look at Barcelona and whoever else that is going to, to patch uh, that gap left by Neymar and the fact that there's a chance that that person is not going to come cheap because whoever is going to be selling their player will know that the buyer has 222 million euros in the bank. Yeah, so it doesn't come at a great time for Barcelona, this transfer. They, uh, the league starts on the 18th of August, and um, which is... We're already approaching the 18th which, of August. Which is effectively two weeks away. So whichever player Barca go for right now, they're going to overpay for him. And for the fact for that fact is because they've got 222 million in the bank right now players that are being linked with them and players that are probably been linked to them for a while Philip Coutinho we know that from Liverpool um, he's probably the strongest linked right now with the club um, another one is Angel Di Maria the former Real Madrid Manchester United winger they say with Neymar arriving at PSG his game time could become less. He ha was unsettled apparently last season at the club. So that could be a way out for him. Um, another one that has joined the ranks in, in recent days is um, Atletico Madrid's uh, Antoine Griezmann. Antoine Griezmann, yeah. Um, I, don't, I think that's the less likely one to happen. The player has made it quite clear that he will be staying with Atletico till at least January mm, when with the, the transfer, they have ban a transfer ban yeah. is done. Um, another one being thrown apart uh, or being thrown in the mix is, is um, Diabala from, uh, from, from Juventus, Juventus yeah. many see him as the heir to Messi um, in the Argentina jersey, could this be the time that he gets pulled across can he prove and can he follow that you know that mould um, and then I think an outside an outside one is Arsenal's Alexis Sanchez we're not too sure what his future, what, what's next for him is he staying? Is he going? Yeah, there clearly is a situation, a contractual situation there, and perhaps it, it is there to be exploited by the likes of Barcelona, who now need Depending to... Depending how desperate they are. But the fact that he played for Barcelona with a Barcelona that had Messi at the time and had better players, um, does, it, does it make him reluctant to go back there um, quickly before we let you go? Um, I don't know. I, I think he's at that... I think Sanchez is at that part of his career now where he wants to win things. He wants silverware and he wants to be competing for silverware on a consistent basis. The move to Barcelona makes sense in that way if you want to win silverware and you want to compete. The player is the player is in a contractual situation with Arsenal. We don't know what the future lies. The player has been very hush about it. He hasn't come out to say he is staying or he's definitely going, whatever. He wants silverware, we know that. And being out of the UEFA Champions League for Arsenal does not help their case. Does not help their case as well. It's a different manager to when he was there at the club. You know, things, Barcelona is a different, effectively a different club. 
to when he was last there. So could he go back? We don't know, but it this could be an outside another outside bet that it could draw him to that to that side of town or back to that side of the town. Keegan Kruger, we thank you very much for your time. He's a Sokala Duma international journalist. Thanks, thanks a lot. Sokala Duma Radio. And that's it for the week. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, sokaladuma.co.za is where you can see all the transfer rumors and transfer links and transfer speculation. Until next week, it's goodbye for now. Sokaladuma Radio. Sokaladuma Radio.